Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. Episode 146 of another Woodshop podcast, where this week we're joined by yet another superstar. After being told by a college, counsel- college counselor to all but give up on his dreams, he rediscovered his passion of woodworking, started making furniture in his apartment parking lot, and has quickly grown to over 100k subs on YouTube and Instagram, and he's showing us how to get it done in the shop. Eric Spensley is here. Woo! Eric! Woo! Show us your best! So the girls well, take the top uh, <laughs> Apartment parking okay. lot? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I st- wow. I do, I'm still in my He apartment. was going to college to be a train engineer and gave up on that dream. Conductor. Yes. I it, I first have to say, I'm I, impressed that you guys actually you did a little research. He crushes no, Pete research. Yeah, I, don't, I don't even know your last name per- correctly, to be very honest. <laughs> uh, Pete. I don't. Sparingly? Sparingly? No, Pete, Pete comes in hot with these. Harambe. Harambe. <laughs> Harambe. Eric Harambe Design. All right, hold on. I'm going to get on Instagram right now and I'm everything changing, I'm changing to everything. Eric Harambe. Harambe. No. Well, that way no one will ever forget about it. Pete's intros are straight fire. They're they so will. good. It's the best thing he's yeah. ever going to do in his life, to be very honest. Uh, Big stuff when I forget how to words <laughs> right. in the middle of them. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> We're, we're still working out yeah, the bug be, speed. Don't worry like, about uh, it. You're doing you good. Smell toast? Right. It's my third line. Anyway, welcome. Uh, big thanks to our patrons. You guys are amazing. Thank you for sponsoring the show and supporting this podcast. We really appreciate you guys. I wanted to say a big thank you to all of our VIP patrons. I think you guys figured out that we start calling everyone's names out because a bunch of people changed over to VIP patrons. <laughs> new folks. There's a no. There's not new folks. Pete. These are all. I thought folks. you were gonna say they all changed their no. names to something. Oh, no, that would be so good. <laughs> That's so. so that is one thing that they not a lot of people have really taken advantage of because on other podcasts people tend to choose some funny names yeah. and they have to get right out loud. I mean, we will the go first, I want to go down the fun. list. Dick Spickleberg. Uh we got <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my neighbor. No, the Spickleberg. Mr. Spickleberg. Yeah, no. So the uh big thing yeah. I'm going to go down this list is very long. Like a bunch of people went up to the VIP cool. tier. So it's Alex Copa John. All right, guys, it was Andrew, great talking to you. <laughs> Andrew Deering. Bill Burkle, Billy Estes, Brandon Bernard, Brent, Brent Sudo, mm. Daniel Bryson, Four Nances Design Co., Jake Miller, Jake Conine, James Heimberger, Justin Asherman is back. That's Rustic Grain Designs. Uh, Justin with Calvary Customs, Christian Tongue, Little Bug Woodworking, Malcolm from Bossa Nova, Matthew from Artigiano Serio, Matthew Van Blaricom, Max and Mindy Coons. Dang. Did you notice oh, that wait, uh, there's more. right there in there's the middle? More. Michael Flickinger, Did you mean, Michael Lydon, Nathan Logsdon, Nick Fouts. No, is this right? This is ridiculous. Are all these people really freaking VIP patrons? <clears throat> I mean, I think you're just reading no, everybody it's now. Literally, I'm, reading everyone's I'm sorting it by current tier. <laughs> it's literally all these. This is insane. how much have you had to drink? A lot. I, no, I'm compl- Noel, Patrick Raymond, Scott Holland. Square Splinter, Tim from Lock City Woodworks, Tim Hunter, Tony Paez, Troy Hudson, Tyler Hi- <laughs> This is insane. And Tyler Haley. Wait, what? Wow. <laughs> is that right, Pete? Am I high? 
Hang on. That's... Let me do the maths here. <laughs> Everybody's like, questioning. Just... This ain't right. I just did Nobody like, everyone, everyone's tell me that you operate like, I just resorted it again. All these people are VIPs. No, we have 32 top tier patients. <laughs> That's amazing. You guys are dope. I you mean all we have to do is say their, their names? That's it? That's amazing. You guys oh are dope. God. Thank you, you guys so are much. All right. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, <laughs> you're literally keeping it. Why do you think I, my, my background's so dark? We, you can barely keep the lights we on. We were just about to announce that this is the last episode of the podcast. The guys, oh we're, we're doing it next week. Wait, no, next week's no, work, we, BitchCon. No, 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 yeah, next we're week. Right, right, right. We have another six months. <laughs> right. we got, Fortunately. So what you're saying is the only reason you got patrons is because they found out. Yeah, they knew that the connection to perhaps podcast. Yes, we've been teasing you. Off the cut, available on Apple and Spotify. And if you're trying to go to WorkbenchCon, there's only five tickets left at this moment. Tomorrow there's going to be twelve, but right now there's only five tickets available, and you can use code Off the Cut fifty for fifty bucks. No, I have a promo. I just made one up. I think everyone does. My dog has a promo code. Everyone got a promo code for WorkbenchCon, so it's pretty cool. Yeah. No. Uh, Luna fifty Luna for 50. Uh, fifty bucks if, off. If that doesn't work, try AWP. Use shop sounds ten. <laughs> if that doesn't work, AWP. AWP. Use code AWP fifty bucks off. Mm. We get fifty bucks. There that's great, mm. guys. That's I'm actually shop sounds only gets you ten dollars. I'm blown away. Who's AWP? It's that AWP gear. They got the safety gear. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, I okay. Am, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Is something? I feel like I, something's wrong here. You know what? No, yeah. let's run with it. Listen, I like it. If the, if it makes me feel wrong, good inside. Here's the d- I, it was filtered wrong, guys. That's everyone who's ever been a VIP patron. <laughs> I don't know why it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> you get a freebie. So everyone there got go. a freebie. There. So well, let that be a lesson to you guys. All the freeloaders. If you sign no, up no, it's not. Tier, you'll be red. No, yes, it no, is. What? It's all wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. That's way too many people. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to go back and forth with this the whole episode. Wait, no, no. All right, what's on my bench? No, wait. All these patrons. Active. Hey, oh. Yes, it is a whopping 13. Okay, this makes way more sense. <laughs> it's like, holy smokes. <laughs> anyway, everyone I just named off who isn't actually a VIP patron, uh, shame on you. Uh, disregard. Yeah. <laughs> shame, shame on you. Couple Johns. How dare you? <laughs> just name all of them again. Yeah. No. Uh, hey, you know, uh, anyway. That was <laughs> well, I want to do something special. I want to give an extra special shout out to uh, to Alex Copajohns right. and Jake Miller. Because they've been a top tier patron for like the longest yeah, by the a whole landslide. Time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, if not the entire time. So you guys are incredible. You literally, you quite literally are keeping the lights on. Uh, and we love you guys. Not Pete's though. No, no. I, I keep That's it for them. Yeah. Every penny we s- I save here, we get to do another So episode. actually, so I do want to mention this, this because you. our longest running patrons, <laughs> if I have the right filter on. <laughs> Is uh is is <laughs> your track record not is not great? Good, Look, one hundred and forty six is pretty good. I do pretty good. <laughs> this is my first <laughs> screw up on this. But Caleb from up north, he was a patron as of July tenth, twenty twenty. That's the very first rollout. Same with uh, wow. uh character red workshop and Jake Vance, John Grubb, John. uh Jen Jake Vance. Wow, crazy Jen J S handcrafted, and yeah, I mean. That's pretty crazy. All these people are still patrons. You guys are amazing. That's they've wasted a lot, lot of money. money. It's they really have. It's really an bad. investment yeah. in this is uh, an investment. It's in, like investing in Bitcoin, but not like a pyramid. We're at the AWP, like Dogecoin, the Dogecoin, right? Dogecoin of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's more of a the Harabee of podcasts. 
It's a uh, what's I'm pods out for Harrenby. Uh, Ponzi. That's a funny word. Right. Let's make that up. It's a Ponzi. The Madoff of. All right, listen. Podcast. Oh, listen. We need to move past this. Really is a off the rails. Very long. Incorrect description of who is our VIP patron. So Eric Spence. Eric Spence is here. No one, yeah, he's our VIP right now. He's a very important podcaster named Eric Spenceley. Uh Eric, first time I've ever met you. We're in an elevator. Tell me who you are. Give me the whole breakdown. Pitch. Oof. You got twelve floors. Go. Like an elevator yeah. pitch. Yeah. Who do you think That's you are? Well, I'm not much of a baseball guy. So Keep if the I balls have to out walk of out on the field and throw softball. A pitch, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd walk out in a trench coat and I go, would want... You need any watches? And there'd be just a ton no. of watches. <laughs> it's chiladas. It's Remember chilada. last week? Oh, come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> watches. I'm sorry. Mike, I'm going to be selling counterfeit Oakley Of course. Sunglasses. Counterfeit woodpeckers. And like digital redemption codes counterfeit for World of Tanks. <laughs> no, not World of Tanks. Uh, whatever. What, what was the one we were talking about? Ottomans. Pre-show that the I Weed did. Whacker 2.5. World of Ottomans. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it has in-app purchases. This. Oh, speaking of that, you guys, uh, this episode is brought to you by World of Ottomans. <laughs> and if the you, Ottoman if Empire, if you enter code you AWP not the furniture at you checkout, think. you will get three free throw pillows. It has nothing to so do with the furniture. It's the bad. it's the culture of the old Ottomans feet. <laughs> Oh, I like Wait, is this this is my elevator? Oh yeah, your elevator baseball pitch. pitch. Sorry, I'm sorry. gonna go out there with a trench coat. I'm gonna first. I'm gonna I'm gonna open up the trench coat, try to sell cheap Oakley right. sunglasses, and then when I'm nobody in. buys them, you have I'm me. doing the Ottoman <laughs> discount code. <laughs> and then and then it's gonna be dead silent, and I'm gonna I'm gonna th- instead of throwing my pitch to the home plate, throwing just the to like a low squeaky fart. <laughs> or, or just like a little fart and then like like really big eyes and look around and like how like, did that happen you guys I and on the megatron leave. or whatever the big oh, jumbotron yeah. i said megatron megatron His video isn't starts a, playing isn't a megatron yeah, a transformer <laughs> pete's always thinking about transformers um yeah <laughs> robots in disguise they're great <laughs> okay, sorry. Elevator pitch. Who are you? What do you do? What is an Eric Spensley? Right. So I guess I guess this is what I'll tell people. Uh, I've been woodworking for about three years. I've never been trained on anything. Same. I started in the uh, parking lot of my apartment. For real facts. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like for I swear. I used to. I'm still in the same apartment I am now. I used to roll my stuff out plug in a 75 foot extension cord and then if it got dark or it would start raining i'd have to roll everything back in and somehow i never got a noise complaint from my neighbors wait so you didn't even move you're still at the same location you just yeah i just i just you just upgraded to a garage garage. a garage with one 15 amp outlet so I can't run my dust collector and table saw at the same oh, time. You alternate so to really anybody fast. out there who says they don't have enough space or they don't have enough power. Yeah. F you. All right. I mean, I wasn't <laughs> no. going to go there, but I'm glad Eric went there. I get that all the time. People are like, who do I need? I'm like, it, you don't need anything. Just just start building stuff. Like I start, I got a Ryobi, uh, Hashtag sponsored. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Ryobi like drill driver, circular saw, and then a rigid table saw. And I was building. That's uh, no. Let me correct you. That's a uh, Ryombi. 
<laughs> Riombe. No, it's <laughs> Riombe. Yeah, but like you don't need a lot to build stuff. That's the it's common misconception. And then like now that I'm getting, now that I'm getting nicer stuff, people are getting really pissed off. They're like, oh. Must be nice to have that. Or miss the days where it you is build nice. stuff that's yeah. approachable. The key it's is you like, gotta blow past it so the tools are so ridiculous they don't even bother saying anything. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like, you know, I bought this stuff myself. <laughs> yeah, I worked up to this, but, yo. Right. Absolutely. There's two dominoes, it's one like, set for small, one set for big. It doesn't you know. I use my domino as a paperweight. <laughs> it's like uh <laughs> they expect you to like go backwards almost like just you start out with Ryobi and then like Three years in, you're just using like a stick and like a rock to like make credenzas and stuff. Like, get out of here. <laughs> well, you know what's Ottomans. funny is p- people were complaining. Speaking about of Ottomans, hold on, real quick. This winter. episode of AWP is brought to you by <laughs> World of Ottomans. <laughs> World of Ottomans. <laughs> Wait, what's the promo? Uh, Ottomans it's, twenty. It's Ottomans twenty for the 10. three fro- throw <laughs> yeah, pillows. Right. <laughs> that is tough to say. <laughs> Sorry. Back to you, no, but Eric. so over the, over the <laughs> thank you over the winter, people were bitching that I wasn't. I was. They're like, "Oh, you got all this festival stuff now." It's like I really don't. But so I did a video where I, I bought the cheapest circular saw and drill I could find and tried to build a workbench with it. And people got mad that I was using cheap tools. Yeah, just do the you thing you want. Everyone's gonna you're get not mad. gonna. You're not gonna, every, you, you're not gonna make every. You're not gonna make everybody happy all at once. I mean, it's you're just so not. Weird. But, Here's the thing, if you guys haven't learned this on YouTube yet, and it's it sucks if you haven't learned this yet, but once you do, your life is easier. 99% of the people watching on YouTube have no interest in ever doing any of the stuff that you're doing. They're watching it purely for entertainment and to pass time. Yeah. It's spectacle. So the, well, like the small percentage of people... <laughs> Yeah. The small percentage of people that complain about the tools, they're not even going to ever do this. Watching stuff. for entertainment. Right. Right. That's why my new strategy is drag out my videos as long as I possibly can and put ridiculous titles and thumbnails on them. And it works. Get it. It absolutely works. So I actually want to mm-hmm. ask you about that. You don't really have a lot yeah, of yeah. thumbnails on your videos. Like, I, well, I'm, I'm sorry. I used to. You don't have clickbaity thumbnails on most of your videos. So what's what? the logic behind that? Oh, so, oh, like the what the thumbnails are? Yeah, like your your most okay. of your videos are kind of just like it's showing like a screenshot almost like not not a screenshot, right. but a photo of the video, not so right. much like you with your mouth wide open like, "Oh my god, I used I broke this many ottomans using the saw <laughs> or something." <laughs> with AWP 20. Yeah. yeah, so I used to do like the Okay, I built a coffee table, so I'm going to do like this really nice stage finish shot of a coffee table. And then no one would ever watch this stuff. And I was like, okay, I got to do these like SEO. I got to do the stuff in the description and these tags and all this kind of stuff. And it it was like beating my head against something. I was like, why is this not working? An ottoman. So because it was an ottoman. No, yeah. beating no, your so head started, against an ottoman. <laughs> It's not working. So then I started. No, no, you got to do the headboard. (laughs) I started going, okay, what's the best way to, you know, try to fix something? Well, you do like in any business, you do best practices, right? So I started looking at some larger channels outside of the woodworking space. And I started to notice that these people aren't doing tons of text on a thumbnail. They're not doing anything that's hyper specific. 
they're giving very general kind of like titles where you go, huh, I'm kind of interested, but it doesn't tell you what the video is going to be about. All of these channels do really well. So I started doing really vague titles, um, maybe like 2000. I did one. The, the, my first one is I built a chessboard and I changed the title to $2,000 chessboard. And I did a really, really tight shot of me trimming off this teeny tiny bit that clearly shows that the chessboard is made out of plywood. And that was it. That video went to the moon. Oh, really? Yeah. And I was like, so I, I kind of discovered, you know, talking to a lot of other people that the key to YouTube and stuff is make people curious mad. or almost <laughs> yeah, almost mad or upset or wondering what's going on. And like, well, I have to watch this video to figure out. And then once they're there, keep the video moving. But the longer that you can keep them there, the better. So if you can get a half hour video in and keep people interested, you're golden. So that's important because like, you're not like posting and kind of forgetting. You're you're actually going back to old videos, changing titles, changing yeah. thumbnails. You're still working the, the channel. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's interesting. So I have like 105, 110 videos out right now. And on TubeBuddy, not sponsored, I have 90, was it 94 a B test running right now. So like 80, 90% of my videos that are out, I'm running A B tests on. What are A B tests? What is an A B test? Okay, the great question. So an A B test on YouTube, the most important thing is the title and thumbnail. So you might have like a video of like a shocked face and like this was crazy. So what you can do is run an A B test where your A could be a shocked face and your title could be this is crazy. Then your B test could be a video of or a photo of an ottoman using awp20 mm -hmm. to get to your throw pillows and then your title <laughs> could be like how to build an ottoman so what TubeBuddy will do ottoman. is it will, every single day <laughs> it'll swap back and forth between the two and then run statistical analysis to tell you which which title and thumbnail combination I'm running 15 right now. better and that's right, uh TubeBuddy. that's TubeBuddy. Yeah. that's a you have, that's an app yeah it's yeah right Right. So that's why you have right. some that have thumbnails, some that don't really have a thumbnail, like catchy well, thumbnail. Almost all of them now are just stupid screenshots. And I also do want to clarify in saying that I get people that tell me all the time, I hate that you do that. I do too. Because when somebody messages me and is like, hey, have you ever done a video on a coffee table? And I go, Yes. Do you know how long it takes me to find right. that video? Because you're looking for the thumbnail. And you can't find the title. Because I don't know yeah, what it title is. Has nothing, it's not, the SEO is not on the title. You have, you're at, your title is all about the grab. It's, it's, the, it's so, the grab. Right. But if you look at YouTube analytics for me, um, SEO or like search or like people typing in something and then clicking on your video is less than one-tenth of one percent. Wow. That's small according to my math. Numbers guy. He's right. a math guy. The vast majority is what comes from suggested videos or home screen. So like if you pull up YouTube and it just like pulls up some random stuff, that is what 90 some percent of my videos are coming from. I get 90% of my views come from uh, homestarrunner.com. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. My homepage is, is that it's the... all furries and like ambient music. 
don't know why. Yeah, I don't wonder and what K-pop. that could be. K-pop, hmm. a lot of K-pop. Anyway. <laughs> but it, no, it's Jokes wild. on you, I like... watch on the AWP YouTube channel. <laughs> well, that explains so much. You know. I used to spend so much time trying to come up with the perfect SEO stuff. I don't even use tags on videos anymore. I literally upload the video, put some stupid ass title on it, and just Roll with it. watch it so, go. Dude, it's so weird because like I was looking at, uh, first of all, I watched your videos on my personal channel and not, so when I was like, wait, how am I not subscribed to him? So it was on my uh, Peach's Workshop account. I subscribed and I'm like looking at your page and I'm like, this looks weird. And, right. and I'm like, this account is huge. And, and like my first, like almost like primal response was like, how is it this huge without thumbnails? Like that was like a, a background yeah. thought of mine. I was like, how is it this big without like grabby thumbnails? And it makes so much sense now. You're actually, you're, you're looking at the data and playing, right. and going with that. <clears throat> and it took me three years. I was three years in, I, I'll be completely honest with you. I was making like two three hundred dollars a month on youtube and i was like i can't do this anymore like i was putting out so many videos and getting nothing and i was just like f it i'm going to just try something play new. the game right and so let me i can see if i can pull this up but like here's an idea of what my views have looked like on the channel uh, oh, it's not. A, hold on, I gotta, I gotta undo it. This is blurry, so audio format. I know, I know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna describe it. So he's lifting his it's phone and he's showing a three flat line years of peaked. just a completely flat line, and then starting like December, Whoa. November of 2022 has just gone to the moon. That is substantial. So, and you know what caused that is me just stop trying to do like super SEO titles and thumbnails and just doing. Just stupid, wild stuff. Now, was this on a previous... Did you see that, that video that you said that went to the moon? Was that a video that had already mm-hmm. been out and you changed things? Or was that a new video you posted with no. this new mindset? Uh, it was almost a year and a half old. Oh, so this is old content that just exploded. Yeah. Away. Wow. Right. So here's what one of my... Here's a video that I just changed the other day. He shows us a video this that went to video the moon. This is a video... 937 days ago, completely dead, and the line is now straight up and has 347,000 dollars. So a three-year-old video. Right. Yeah. Wow. It doesn't matter how old the video is. If you can change the title and thumbnail, you can revive it because you put so much effort into making these videos years ago. Why not make them work for you now? Makes sense. Dude, you're legitimately it, breaking like the the idea. Yeah, I think this is the I'm, first time I'm, we've heard this. I'm honestly like kind yeah. of taken aback here because like I don't use TubeBuddy. I, I Mike, I, well, you do now. But oh, I've I used TubeBuddy for years. Been using yeah. it for a couple, I've used it for a couple years. Yeah. Yeah. I got it's Same. expensive. It's the the it's ultimate expensive. to get the A/B testing. It's not cheap. I use the free TubeBuddy. Yeah, yeah. The, the they had a president yeah. sale this weekend. Actually, probably still going. I would imagine. So this last week, I bought I bought the. I had the second highest tier. I right. bought the highest tier so I could have A-B testing. So me and my cinematographer, Pete, so it's like, are, we've just been sitting down and just cranking out thumbnails. We've been getting bound, going back and forth between Adobe right. Suite and Canva and just cranking out thumbnails, coming up with new titles, and just right. rejiggering stuff. We're going to go back through old things now and kind of go that route too. So, um, yeah. 
But so, Mike, so here's what I'd suggest. Well, I think I'm gonna... Your most recent video, that the breadboard ends are easier than you think, take a really tight photo of you putting on the breadboard. And one title that you could try, I don't understand why people make this so complicated. Yeah, I think that's one of the things we're um, testing. Almost exactly that. Right. Yeah. And please, I'm, I'm telling anyone listening, please... Feel free to, whenever you want, steal any of my titles and thumbnails. If it helps you perform, please do it. It's just like it's just like Eric's body with Dan's giant dome on the top. It'll it'll be a it'll be a Paul Jackman thing. It'll be a tiny body with a huge head. So is this Mike? Are you on the like the legend? Alt uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know what it is. It's the highest. If you if you buy that annual thing of it and then if you message their customer service they'll give you a code so it'll be like 230 dollars for the year which is a lot of money don't get me wrong see right right. it's a lot of money it's worth every penny if this is something something, you care about but but at the same time like when you start thinking of this as a business like that's not a lot of money i pay 450 dollars a year for a a fusion license like it's worth it right yeah Right. So when you guys said like it's a lot of money and I'm looking at like the legend tier and it's yeah 287 if you pay upfront for the year. But right. I guess you can message uh use you can get a low if you message customer service. Them. Yeah, but you have yeah, to message yeah. them. Yeah, AWP yeah. 20 for Ottoman. So free three three so really free throw pillows. for something that could potentially no. like make you that within the first month if you're established. Yeah, if you get one video to pop off, paid for. You instantly made up that money. Right. That's interesting. Right. If you're monetized on YouTube. Yeah. Well, if you have one video right. pop off, you're monetized Which, on YouTube almost, well, almost yeah, immediately. Yeah, there's like, that too. If right. you have one pop off, right. you're going to get 10,000 10, subs and your 4,000 views. I mean, this I mean, is going to happen. That's an investment. Right. Right. No, you yeah. need 1,000 subs. Not oh, yeah. 1,000. 4,000 watch hours. Right, right, right. True. Yeah. Or the YouTube shorts thing, which is my scam, but. the shop tour video I did Ponzi got me a thousand subs, and the watch and you know what I mean, like that. Right. Just, the one video got me a right. thousand subs. So, <laughs> right. Um, well, this is all very interesting. I'm I'm definitely going to be taking a look at my older videos and and my my thumbnails and my my titles. I think. So the way I do is I look at my videos, and if I see like you can see like a trajectory, like a line, right? And if the line has started to flatline, that video is dead. You need to change the title <laughs> and thumbnail. If it's not going up, you need to change it. So, like, Dan, you had a video several years ago that was like a... It's the one that got me monetized, yeah. The the slider door media cabinet thingy, right? Yeah, I redid... It? I put sh- sliding drawers in my, like, lower in the cabinet. Workbench. Nope. I put I put drawers in my in my cupboard cabinets for my pants. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's got like so seven hundred thousand views currently or something, but it's that's dead huge now. though. I mean okay. it's huge because at the time I had less than a thousand subs. Yeah. But that no, that video has so much potential. It has so many views. If you change the title and thumbnail on it right now, you could potentially have YouTube just beam it out to th- thousands and it's, thousands and thousands of people i don't know if you know this or not eric but i like money so i yeah. might do that who doesn't hmm like interesting honestly 
Eric, can we put on, the podcast I, on pause so I can go do this? I was not you expecting know? this deep of like a mind shift, a paradigm shift or whatever. Like on on these like on thumbnails and titles, I didn't think that old videos can be revived like this. This is I showed you that case. So you did. And yeah, then another thing that another thing that's important that was that's been talked about and Eric's I I think Wit is the Witworks is the one that really pushes this um is that Drew? Well, yeah, well he yeah. talks about he thinks about his thumb and his title before he even starts his project, essentially. Because that's I mean, you got to Yeah, oh, you don't. don't right. This is another thing that that <laughs> yeah. he does. He's he's talking about he start he does his thumb and his title before he even does his project, and he does it. He that's approaches Mr. Thing. Beast, like the biggest YouTuber out there. They literally build a video around. Yeah, so you a the, the idea is to deliver on the thumbnail because like if you if you if you click, absolutely if like no matter what if you do a clickbaity title and a clickbaity thumbnail. And your content doesn't yeah. deliver on the promise of that, people will bounce right. out immediately. So you can't just be like, I got right. AIDS and got cured by the sawdust I rubbed in my junk. You can't like like make <laughs> these crazy claims. You wait. <laughs> what? Yeah, you, you can't like make these crazy claims in, in and not deliver on it in the thumb. So you have to like this the th- workbench god is gonna be so <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, the thumb and the title has to bring them in, but it also still has right. to, the content has to deliver on that. It was like the real important thing. So you don't have to like come up with your thumb and right. title first, but whatever it is, that thumb and content or the title and thumb needs to deliver on whatever the video is. So you can't just throw whatever crazy stuff in there. Like Trump shot my daughter in the face. And now we, it, you know, it can't like make some crazy thing up. It has to be, it has to be relevant. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it has to be relevant and it has to make sense. Right. Um, so like the yeah. hook on, I mean, every single one of Eric's videos is a hook. Like the title is a hook. Like it immediately yeah. grabs them like right. it's just an immediate grab. So that's that's what the point is. And typically I don't address that until 80, 90% right. of the way into Perfect. the video. Yeah. You got them, you get they so, have to stay through. So I have like this is literally a quick question, and I expect a quick yeah. answer. First of all, is do you modify your description in any way? No, the description's irrelevant. irrelevant. Great. I'm not even gonna go deeper into that because you you don't touch it. The other thing is where do you get the thumbnails for the video after when you do your AB testing and you end up doing a shot of the video, are you going back to your editing software, pulling that shot from the, okay. So you're actually going back to it. It's not like you're just, just take grabbing a, a screenshot of the video off of right. YouTube and then putting it back on YouTube. I haven't staged a thumbnail in probably six or eight months. But not even staged. I literally just take, I'm just thinking like, screenshots. are you taking a screenshot of the video itself? And like, yeah, you're right. using the you one are. built into That's the studio where it pulls a clip Got from it. the video, like a frame, right? A frame oh, okay. from the video. Uh, I don't use that oh. on YouTube. I literally, I go into like, I use Final right. Cut you oh, so you go and I'll just like, Final cut. I'll watch my video and be like, oh, that's kind of an interesting shot. And then I'll save like 10 to 15 thumbnails, just like random screenshots of the video. Well, that's what I used for one And then I have like a folder. Post. <laughs> right. I saw that. I saw that. Um. And then I just have like, okay, I have like 15 to 20 different thumbnails now that I can test for whatever. And I put no effort into them. I didn't add text. I didn't do blurring backgrounds or anything like that. I just could this go. mind blowing. But it's, it's totally different advice than what everybody right. tells you. Yeah. Keep in right? mind that like, just like any algorithm, every account gets treated differently. Like there's no answer that works for everyone. So Absolutely. like Eric, like, like it's just like the same thing with Instagram and YouTube. Like this is working for Eric and the proof is in the pudding. I mean, you could look at Eric's thing. You can look at Eric's analytics and go, yeah, he's doing it right for his channel. 
for his channel. So that right. might not work for someone else's channel and probably won't work for someone else's channel. But you should try right. it. And these, if you have things that are stagnant, and that's the, that's the most important thing to take away from what Eric's saying here is that if you have a stagnant video, it's doing nothing for you. There's no reason not yeah. To try something. Yeah, there's with no it. harm yeah, in trying. You're not going to get negative views. No. Your views can't go negative. They can right. only go flat or go up. That's the only thing that oh, can happen. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. you can you need to That's try a great things. Great point. So I mean, you just can't. You're not going to take money out of your pocket. The only right. thing you're going to lose is some time invested. And if it's important to you, it's worth the time invested. Obviously, I think Eric's the most an example eye-opening, of that. The most eye-opening thing is here, like people, you know, we didn't know there was a B to do A B testing. We just yeah. thought it was yeah. a video on YouTube and then you move on to the next video. I didn't realize that you can no. do a B for your video. So I <sighs> constantly change video titles and video or titles and thumbnails all the time. You put so much effort into making this video. I'm going to test this out. And I'm going to test this yeah, out. Yeah, do it. Yeah. And the other thing I tell people that I was really frustrated with when I started, I I made 68 YouTube videos. I made a YouTube video every single week. And it took me 68 videos until I made... Actually, I didn't make money until I didn't lose money. Right. So 68 weeks in a row of making full YouTube videos. And then I still started... Was bringing in like $100, $200, $300 a month, which is nothing. nothing. And I then mean, I finally not, was just... But like, it's not worth the time to put it, you put into it. You're literally well, putting you were buying nothing. all the material, everything for the videos because right. you were making this furniture and everything for the video. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I don't do client I don't yeah. do client work. So yeah. That's what I mean. I was not losing money. After sixty eight videos back to back to back to back to back every Yeah, I remember week. you watching that video. And then finally I was like, I gotta that. change something. Like you were literally right. just buying supplies and everything per video. Right. Hmm. And I was like, this is not sustainable. I can't do this. But I wanted it so bad. I was like, I've got to find a way to change this. And that was the other thing is I stopped trying to do things I thought would go viral. And I was like, I'm just going to make what I want to make. Like, that's what I don't, like I said, I don't do client builds. So like, I want, we got to make a new TV stand. So like, is it going to be viral? I don't know. I'm just going to make the damn thing and try to make an interesting video out of it and see what happens. Yep. I love that. It's cool. Cool, man. Uh, well, that's a really good yeah. deep dive into Eric's approach, and it's really yeah. we got no, too it's deep good. No, no, it's <laughs> great. This is really cool stuff. It, 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 it's stuff that people should hear because these are things that can work for people. I think that there's a lot of a lot yeah. of opportunity that people don't understand, and Eric's really tapped it. And I mean, you can see what it went crazy in November. Like we're talking four months ago, right, Eric? Yeah. So, like mm-hmm. in the last four months, what were you at before that? Was it like before twenty thousand subs? You were at twenty thousand, right? Like yeah, twenty thousand so, subs making. Wow. And now two, you're at one hundred and fifteen or something month, like maybe. that. I think something like that. So two point five yeah. million dollars a month. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so there's it's something to consider. I mean, that's the thing that the value that YouTube brings that no other platform does is the ability to go back, revitalize content you've already yeah. done, and put a fresh put, put a coat of paint on it and make it right. make it work for you. So um, really cool. What about Ebony Stain? Oof. Okay. Uh, uh, I don't use. I don't Heron use Bay. stain. Heron Bay. Um. <laughs> Bay? No. Let's jump into questions real quick. Uh, the first question. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Nope. That's not true. Nope. I'm doing it all wrong. 
We're going to do this. We're going to rewind it. Dan's going to delete this out. He's for sure not going to. I'm going to hit this button. I'm not. What's, uh, on, my we're do what's on my bench? Um, we should probably keep it brief, though. Yeah, we went real brief. Dan, what's on your bench? Yours will be quick. I know that. Hey, be nice. It's two things. Hey, bow ties? No, and then a, more bow ties. Oh, no. Inserts. It's inserts yeah. and tables. No, you're wrong already. You're already <laughs> wrong. Stop backpedaling. You're not a politician. Inserts and tables, yo. Yo, yo, yo. He's right. Tables, He's right. right. I was He's wrong. Right. It's not He's bow ties. Right. He's the insert king of uh, uh, the insert king of Sarpy County. I've kept County. you guys in the loop. insert king of Sarpy County. <laughs> I so kept, uh, kept Mike and oh Pete. That is a nice gesture. <laughs> I've kept Mike and Pete in the loop. Uh, so I had that video pop off on Facebook. Believe it or not, Facebook actually pays is paying content creators really well right now. So I've been focusing a lot over if there. If they don't delete your account, <clears throat> well, I'm not Eric Spensley, and I'm doing things correctly. So <laughs> there's that. Um. <laughs> um yeah, I had a video pop <laughs> off over there. It's got like seven and a half million views right now. I've had a lot of orders oh, thanks yeah. to that that video. I got to make, I think I'm up to like 22 of those slide tables currently. It's, wow. We've talked about it. It's just the C table with well, box I, joints. I know what you're not going to do that you should do, and that's raise your prices. So, <laughs> Dan, I actually have a question. You know, so I know you cut them on the CNC now, but how are you yeah. doing with the round over on the box part of the joint i do a very small dog bone in the corner so i'm using an eighth inch bit it oh. takes a smaller it takes smaller a bit bit, of, bit out so i only have to do a 16th of an inch dog bone you barely with an eighth see inch it. bit you can barely yeah. see it once you put glue in saw there and glue. you saw it or not saw it sand it sand you it. can't even tell it's 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 a Dan, beautiful that's thing actually i don't say this and a i have a it's brilliant. That's kind of really smart. I have a a file. If you want to cry? It's uh, fine. I get it. Vetric Aspire. That as soon as you like, so I have a a base dimension for those tables. It's like thirteen inches wide by whatever. Um, but because the finger joints fit so perfectly and everything is lined up, if you spread, if you make the piece wider. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, everything keeps lined up. <laughs> Speaking of, you know what I'm saying. This uh, episode yeah. is brought to you by Harry's oh. razors <laughs> <laughs> and Manscaped, not the um, 2.0, the 3. Yeah, so I have a, I have a get your special package, AWP 20. <laughs> I have a CNC file that works for just about everything, so it's really nice. Um, I can make it on the table saw. I've already proved that I can for all the internet haters out there. But it's a lot of work. It's just way wow. faster to me to, really for me to do that. it on the uh, Could CNC. Could do that too if I had a three hundred thousand dollars CNC. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell you right now, Eric. It's very nice. It's very nice. You, sh- you should look into it. Um. So yeah, I got to make a lot of those. Workbench Con is coming up. Uh, we're not, you know, a little programming note. We're not going to record an episode next week. And I do have a bunch of inserts I need to make. I think my Etsy queue right now is at about 72 orders that I need to get through. And it just grows every day, which is great. I mean, I'm super grateful for my Etsy store and how well it's doing. Uh, If you you order something from me, I can't thank you enough. Um, And then I have some commissions that I need to work on. I'm still currently working on the farmhouse table. I'm not Mike. I don't have 700 employees, and I can't crank out seven 
uh, farmhouse tables a day. So this is going to take me some time. Seven. Give some, some credit. Come anyway. On. Can I ask a genuine question? And this is coming yeah, from somebody who do. doesn't do client work. This is not meant to be insulting to any people groups. But All right. Etsy, well, I'm buckling up. Here like, we go. still work? Oh, yeah. Does Etsy, like, still... Oh, yeah. Like, do people still buy a bunch of stuff off Etsy? Dan, what was your number yeah. last week? Just throw out a number. Like, please educate me, because I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't do client stuff. My revenue last week, my gross revenue last week was... Just shy of $9,000. Just for last week. Okay. okay. Yeah. I mean, keep in mind that... Good for you, dude. Keep in mind that, you know, I got the video going viral and, you know... But generally, I average about... Of course. It's marketing. I average about $3,500 a week on Etsy revenue. Hell yeah. yeah. So, it's doing well. Hell yeah. It's doing well. I don't... That's I don't thousand a year is pretty, pretty good, dude. Damn. Two hundred thousand a year on Etsy is really good, man. I mean, yeah. thirty five hundred a week. I mean, is yeah. uh, last year, it brings last year I yeah. shared this with Mike and, and Pete. I grossed fifty, just over fifty thousand dollars on Etsy, and this year I should, I should, uh, demolish that if everything keeps going the yeah, way. Good it's going for you. Yeah. So yes, there's money Dude, to be made incredible. on Etsy. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Anyway, that's and for everybody that's, listening. This is not a flex. It's it's education. Oh, yeah. Is yeah, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm yeah, not no, trying to flex. Uh, I'm just can't do it. You know, there there's money right. to be made there if you do it right. I'm not saying that I'm doing it Absolutely. right. Absolutely, I'm doing it. So that's fantastic. Two hundred thousand a year on Etsy is amazing, man. That's I'm, incredible. That's really wrong. great. That's really great. Thirty five hundred a, mo- a week right. is insane. That's so good. Uh, yeah, I've shared wow. some okay. some pretty intimate details with Pete. He can back me up. Um, yeah. Speaking of Pete. What you got, brother? That big? Oh, hey. So Eight I'm inches. not killing it like Dan is, but uh, to to reiterate his point, my floor is three hundred dollars a week floor. So it's always that it's more than I used to make on YouTube or up. So that that's the thing. Like it's <laughs> not, you know, there there is definitely a way to make money on there, and uh, you know, mm-hmm. if you really go in there and tweak some listings, probably can make a little more money too because the SEO and whatnot. So it's just A-B like testing. A/B testing exactly. You kind of got me inspired to look at. My Etsy, dude. No, in all seriousness, do they have that on they Etsy? They don't, but there's ways of tweaking your stuff and finding out more details. Okay. So, okay. Um, but whatever. That's besides the point. Etsy's been steady. Um, I'm not killing her on there right now, but I'm not getting no orders. So that's that's always good. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from that, just wrapped up a, a very large order for, to me, a very large order. Because uh, again, we have Mike in, the, in this call. Uh, a large order of 600 lasered coins and they were engraved on both sides. They were made out of solid walnut, uh, unfinished, uh, cause they were for bumble shoots for workbench con. What are you doing kid? Sorry. My, my, that your cat? that's my cat. She's what's your cat's name. Her name is Binks. She's a black cat. Heron Binks. Harambe. Harambe. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so it's these, uh, laser engraved coins that were like a lot of tedious work and whatnot which made me learn about like what the value of that really is, you know, cause I, I did price for yeah. wood. I did price for labor and everything, but it, you know, right. it ended up being like a dollar a coin. It's really not enough. And that's not like, you know, like that's nothing about the customer. Like I talked with Eric, I've been trying to work, get the material, whatever, but I got that done and keep in mind, I have a full-time job. So for me to get in a shop and do stuff like that, that yep. takes hours to get all that stuff done. It's, it's a couple hours every day. If I can actually get right. in the shop, Today, I got in there for 35 minutes before the, the show. So it's, you know, it's always a little rough. 
Aside from that, I have uh, two or three. Uh, what are you doing? I'm sorry, my cat's going nuts. Uh, <laughs> I have uh, two or three, uh, three, two orders for uh, cutting boards and charcuterie boards that I got to get finished up by tomorrow night and ship them out. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, I've had, I've had cutting boards cutting, on my Etsy yeah, right. store <laughs> for for months and months. You know, I, when Isaiah was with me, I was telling him, yo, dude, I, I sold a bunch of cutting boards last year, so let's just make, make cutting boards with our free time. And they never sold. And then all of a sudden, hmm. the last couple of weeks, I've sold eight. Well, you know what? They're already made. You don't have the, to make yeah, them? Yeah, they're already made. That's what they're I already made. I always like to so, have a little bit of stock. I don't like to just hold inventory like crazy, but a little bit of stock is nice. Because I, I especially with cutting boards on that subject, I usually make cutting boards twice. Once or twice a year, I'll make a crap load from every single off cut I have laying around. Right. And then when people are like, hey, I want a cutting board, I go, cool, here's what I have. And they choose from what I have. They don't try to be you like, open well, your trench coat. I won't want you. Yeah, like, right really next to my sunglasses. Oakley's and my chiladas. I don't give them the option <laughs> because like, I want to I wanna make to sell. I don't want to sell and then have to make when it's inconvenient for me. So... That's my right. thing. But right now I'm drained and I have to start making more of them for, I have a show in March that I got to deal with. But basically I'm rushing because like I was trying to get this order out and ship it out to Eric. He's up in New Hampshire from Bubble Shoots. Get these coins out because they're, they're, I found out last week, one coin is going into every single workbench combat. So I was like, oh, these need to be good. You better get 15 more be done, done right. before to the end of the day. They just yeah. found 15 more. Yeah. That'd be great <laughs> right? firewood. I gave him six Five hundred and fifteen. So 620 he got. So hopefully we're okay. But like I found out literally That's the only work happen ticket to 620. Every bag. I'm like I need to make sure the material's good that this looks okay. It doesn't make him and me look bad, you know? So right, right. that was kind of big. But we got that. Got it shipped out. It's arriving tomorrow. Awesome. Um we're leaving for Workbench Con Saturday morning is which which is why I'm rushing. So got to get this cutting board out and I got to finish. I got all the pieces cut for these um display stands for a buddy of mine. I got to get them done by tomorrow night as well and then uh saturday we're starting to drive down um down to tennessee we're going to see uh uh brett and uh bethany so we're gonna hang out in tennessee the tennessee sorry i said that really funny for two days we're going to alabama after that for two days and then i'm going to atlanta for the show so really excited but that's my week i'm just rushing to try to get everything done mike what's up with you oh i just got a bunch of projects going right now we're just getting through a bunch of stuff right now uh doing a lot of contract negotiation for the last week just a lot of that a lot mm, of contract that sounds exciting that i actually do fun. like that stuff a lot so i actually like the sales side of stuff is really fun for me because these are like really big contracts so uh these these there's three big contracts right now that i'm negotiating that are very big and very exciting so uh they are fun um i'm just kind of like also in the middle of tax season and that's always mm. just like well i've never had it as a corporation so this oh, is yeah. the first year as a corporation. It's just like uh, a lot, you know, and I've got employees with credit cards and I got all these things. We have to do all these expenses. Anyway, it's just all this stuff. So we have to do all these things. So it's just busy. You uh, give your employees to... credit cards, like company credit cards. Yeah. Both of them have company credit cards. I don't want to like reimburse them. <laughs> it's a pain in the neck. They get company credit cards to go when, when they go run to get stuff. It just saves me a ton of time. Okay. So, that makes sense. Uh, they have like uh it doesn't matter. Anyway, they have big, they have nice, they, they like when my, Sean runs around a lot to get stuff. Um, it saves me from having to go out and get stuff. And Sean is that whenever he's doing deliveries or whatever, he can go grab stuff on the way back or whatever. It just ma- saves a ton of time. So 
Plus, you get your Toys R Us right. points. I get I get points. So yeah, um, yeah. So that's nice. But anyway, tax season's kind of sucky. But we're just trying to get everything wrapped up by like this weekend, so that everything can go to my CPA, so we can get all that stuff done. Because it's gonna get real interesting this year. So or for twenty twenty two is gonna get real interesting. So, um, <clears throat> anyways, yeah, just lots of projects. I won't go into all the projects. I know we want to go quick here. We have, but we had a ton of stuff going on right now. So there's like a million projects. But what's up? Oh, can I just say that if anybody is doing woodworking or any sort of side hustle business and they don't have a CPA, you're crazy. For God's yeah. sakes, out of your we're, mind. We're all on the same page. The, we talk about this all the time. Pay the minimal amount of money and have somebody yeah, else do it for ridiculous. you. There's like no reason to do your own taxes. Um, it's yeah. very it's right. it's minimal cost and it's like some of the best money I spend every year. And I think oh my Mike and Pete will God. agree with that. It pays dividends. Yeah. Yeah. I don't right. do anything. Also, no, like without. you don't have to stress about it. Here's all the, my uh, stuff. Bye. One really exciting thing. Well, two exciting things outside of the woodworking is uh, we're having like finally having like me and Peter, my cinematographer, are like figuring out our groove. We're figuring out like what our videos are going to be Peter like. Kapoor. We're really excited about that. So the YouTube channel, we're starting to hit our stride in terms of what we're going to do. Now we're just trying to figure out all the other stuff. Um, the other thing is, is I got my big area cleared out for where the new building is going to go. And I'm super excited about it. So I cleared out an acre on my property. Dropped all the trees, got everything clear. We have to get all the stumps out, which we'll do after I come back from Workbench Con with me and my buddy, my friend Ty. He's going to come over with his tractor. We're going to and I'll have my tractor. We're going to take out all the stumps and then rough grade everything, and then I'll start getting everything drawn up so we can get the new uh, new building. Are you out. going to record all that and, and send like revenge porn to to Vic over <laughs> at the stump shop? What? Take that, buddy. Oh, stump <laughs> stump. Yeah. No, it's going to be even better. You mean I'm just going to yeah, I'm going to send it all to Dom. No, the uh <laughs> it's going to be literally going to take them all and put them in a <laughs> big pile potato. and just burn them all. It's going to be amazing. So, I can't wait to do that. I'll, oh, I'll yeah. tag stump for that. Text uh Vic for that one. But yeah, really excited about the building. Really excited. I mean, that's a scary very scary thing to start going after, but it's something that needs to happen. Coward. Yeah, right. That's rich. Um so <laughs> no, they it's just like a big it's a big step, and it's a very scary big step. It's a lot of money, so, um, but it's got to happen. So, um, we just it's like a boot. It's like a big bottleneck now. The operational capacity of the business is just at its complete limit right now. So, anyway, those are the big things going on right now. What about you, Eric? What you got going on? Well, I guess I have a question for you guys. Do you want me to tell you what I'm actually working on? Whatever you want. What uh, in your life? Or what I'm giving the illusion that I'm working that, on on Instagram that. right now. That? The lie. Okay. The visual lie. Well, yeah. Well, eight months ago, I mean, right now, I'm working <laughs> on a workbench for the Cats Moses Woodworkers with Disabilities mm -hmm. Fund. So there is a, a member of my local community who <laughs> reached out to the Cats Moses uh, Woodworkers with Disabilities Fund that needed some assistance. So I'm building him a custom workbench and then surprising him with a boatload of uh, tools, supplies, accessories, and stuff that I've gotten donations for uh, from a bunch of different brands and stuff. So, oh, I mean, awesome. I gave that's it great, to him. Dude. Yeah, I gave it to him a long time ago. Right. But, but you're doing it I'm right now. So far ahead right. on content. <laughs> right, right. I did it a long time ago, but right. I'm doing it right now. You did so. this really great thing for the community, and you're just stretching out the content for your own personal gain. We get right. it. But in all fairness, that was a joke. It was 
It was J Cats. <laughs> no, I know. It was J Cats. He was like, "Hey, we're doing a big promotion in March. It's just like Disability Awareness Month." So he's like, "Will you post it at the end of February to try to like drive, um, you know, traffic to all this stuff?" Ahead. Like, Dude, of course. Yeah, of course. So I did it in July nice. or August or something. I don't know. Yeah. A long time ago. It, regardless of when you did it, that's it's, that's awesome. Good thing to do for sure. Yeah, sure. That's awesome. It's fun. And for people who are financially motivated, if you hook up with him, um, non-sexually related, I'm out. uh, They will do. He he does give you a tax deductible receipt. So if you want to, you know, build a project for somebody locally, but you want to deduct on your taxes or whatever, they'll they'll set you up with that. So um, that's what I'm working on. I remember. But what I'm actually working on. Yeah. Is setting up a new table saw. Sweet. Ooh, what's the new table saw? What do you think the new table saw is? Is it a hot dog is? saw? Is it from Rijid? Hell no. <laughs> Rajimbe? <laughs> Rajimbe. Dude, they owe me so much money. Oh, don't even get me started about Rigid. Go. All right, all right, Start. Go. I'm starting you now. Go. Is it like a Ryobi? Yeah, please. They're not give a sponsor. Us, give, us the, uh, give us the tea. Okay, I'll give you the, the 10,000 foot view. So a year, year and a half ago, Rigid was like, hey, do you want to sign a contract with us? And me being an idiot, I was like, oh, sweet. A tool brand wants to give me tools? Hell yeah. So their contract was very ambiguous, but I was an we idiot We won't murder you. Right. <laughs> we won't much. not murder you. And so <laughs> I talked to, let's, let's. Let's make a name, Doug. I talked to a person named Doug. Doug. Don't get me started. And Doug was like, hey, you know, any tools you want, whatever, we will give you absolutely everything, unlimited access to any tools. All you have to do is post once a month and tag rigid. I was like, okay. And we'll pay you X amount of dollars. I was like, okay. Seems like a pretty good thing. Right. Except the rigid. So, yes. Right, right. But obvious, this was right, way right, back right. in the day where I had nothing. Right. No, so you had nothing. Like, this is great. You all your tools paid for? It's capital. It's money in your pocket. Hell yeah. Right. So, you know, I like signed the contract, moved on with my life. And then like two or three weeks went in. They sent me, you know, like a combo kit and a bunch of stuff. Great. No problem. Then this Doug character got fired <laughs> slash moved on. And now let's say... Stephanie works there. Can't and I go, hey, Stephanie, I, I, need, <laughs> I need you to send me this, this, and this. And she goes, why am I sending you that? I go, well, that was the agreement that we had. She goes, I don't see that anywhere. Mm. Fun. So they immediately stopped sending me anything, mm-hmm. refused to send me anything, and we're like, oh, yeah, well, the contract, we don't have it countersigned. We only have you signing it, but we never Whoa, signed it. That's dirty. Get out of right? here. Uh-huh. So they owe me several thousand wow. dollars. That's wow. And is why you will not see a rigid tool in my shop. Like that. But I've heard that they burned several other people, too, during that same Shocker. time. Like late 2021. Like, not cool, but we don't need to go on that tangent. Uh, I'd love to. I mean, if we could. I mean, no, I'm just <laughs> uh, Yeah, that's dirty. Yeah, I'm, I'm on board with this drink. Yeah. I, 
Sounds like the Odie's Lesson older learned. Guy. Get a signed <laughs> copy of the contract from the other side. Mm-hmm. I've been quiet mm-hmm. about a, a brand that has burned me, and I just... Timberland Pro? Very angry. No, not Timberland Pro. Who burned you? It's a, a big box store. Menards? Uh, big orange box store. Oh, they still haven't paid you? Menards is... They have not paid you? Pull that thing down, dude. I need to. No, get that thing down. Was it like 180-day terms? No, they have 60-day. Oh, that's pretty Yeah, bad. it was 60-day terms. I don't, yeah, we're not going to go into details, but yeah, there's a big box store out there that's orange-themed. That We're not going to go into very... it. I'm going to name it the only option that it could be. <laughs> Obi. Is it the Home Depot? Actually, no. In Europe, uh, Obi is the orange store. OBI. So Obi hasn't paid you? That's crazy. Anywho, <laughs> continuing. I feel your pain, Eric. I feel your mm-hmm. pain. Mm. Dang, I can't believe they yeah. did you dirty, dude. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure I told you guys a story. If not, I'll tell you more. Well, I know that all I know Later. that uh, Rigid is owned by the same company that owns Milwaukee and Ryobi. I'll just leave that there. And Hart. Um. Anyways, TTI, baby. Tool. Never mind. Tool. Techtronic. Anywho. Techtronic Industries Company Limited. Wait. Mike, I just remembered. We have questions. It's too late. We've gone too far. Did we you see how seamless that transition was? But before These we have questions, questions, brought to you by Ottomans.com. We need to take <laughs> Ottomans.com. Are your men's manual? Well, try Ottomans. Oh, my God. That was the worst. <laughs> that was the worst dad joke I've ever heard. Welcome to the podcast, that Eric. That was awful. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. He doesn't make one every five minutes. He literally goes into like some sort of cardiac arrest. Did you guys... <laughs> Do you guys know why when you get pneumonia, you can't hear yourself why? pee? Because pee is silent. Because it's a silent pee. <laughs> <laughs> Gets it. Oh, my God. All right. Well, Dan's going to be really bummed out he took his headphones off because we're about to listen to Mr. Jake Miller ask us a question. Jake Miller. What's up, guys? It's, uh, oh, good. it's Jake in English. from a sweet shop and uh, ran across something the other day. As far as news with Instagram and Facebook and wanted to kind of get your guys' thoughts on everything. So similar to Mm. what Twitter did uh, a while back here with um, having a subscription program for uh, in order to be verified, Facebook and Instagram are getting ready to roll out a similar program. but the one big perk that personally I see about it is that you will actually be able to reach out to someone with Meta and um, be able to have one-on-one support. So just wanted to kind of get your guys' thoughts on it and see uh, if you guys have seen kind of the same things that I have and see if it's something that uh, you guys are going to you know, bite the bullet and join that sp- subscription program whenever it rolls out. Thanks, guys. Dan, sub- subscribe or not subscribe? Yeah, I uh, I saw the same thing that Jake's talking about, <laughs> and hopefully it goes a little bit smoother than the Twitter one did. <laughs> I don't what know if you guys were yeah, following. I'll just changed mine to Pampers oh. at Pampers. <laughs> <laughs> Ottomans. Ottomans.com. Um, Look, the, the one me. thing that, that grabbed my eye, I, 
I I did kind of like skim over the logistics of it or whatever. But the one thing that grabbed my attention was that I believe it said something about it. It will be more likely to push your content out to uh, followers and non followers. Of course. And I'm gonna be I'm gonna be perfectly honest. It's it's kind of bull crap that you got to pay for that now. Mm-hmm. Like yep. your followers should see what you're posting. Yep. But you know what the the, the fact is like. Hell, you got to pay to play the game, apparently. And I'm a little interested just for that fact because I, you know, bottom line is I am a content creator now. So if I have to pay $12 a month for more people to see my stuff, it might be worth it. But, you know, the fact remains to be seen. We'll see how it plays out. I don't know if I'm going to jump on the train right away. I may see how things go with other people before I make the leap, but I'm a little interested. I'm going to be honest. Eric, are you interested? I mean, you're getting up there in followers. I want you guys to answer because I have You want to steal our answers. No, 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 no. I have inside information about this, so I want to hear what you guys Well, then you're perfect for going next. Okay, I'll go. So on Tuesday, I had a call with a girl named Lily. But we'll call Meta. her Mark Zuckerberg. We'll call her Doug. We'll call her Mark Zuckerberg. Nice, inconspicuous name. But she reached out to me. She is my strategic partner manager for organic growth. That is the most BS title I've ever heard in my life. Right. And so she reached out and she was like, hey, I want to have a call, several like a call with you every month for like six months, and we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff. Um about like how to grow your account and all this other kind of stuff. So she gave me some information that's completely irrelevant. I mean, did you guys know that if you post reels that they do oh. well? Better they than photos? What? Wait, slow down, slow down. Stop it. Better really? Than really? Photos. Yeah. <laughs> did you know that if you use audio that's trending, it has a chance of getting sent out to mm. more people. What? You do have Wait. insider info. Oh Hang my on. goodness. Yeah. You need to put this behind a paywall. Right. Yeah. So, all the stuff was that she talked about was just basically garbage. <laughs> but then I asked her about the paid verification. And she started to get kind of like, I'm going to talk about it, but not explicitly say it. Very politician-y. Right. So... I said, so tell me about this customer service because long story short, over the summer, my Instagram account got deleted because I was, uh, I violated their terms and conditions. Flash forward, I found a guy that watched my YouTube videos. He goes, hey, I work there. I can help you out. He worked in IT. He looked at my account and he goes, oh, yeah. They just lost your birthday. So it says that you're an underage minor using an account. So they deleted your account. Oh my. They just lost your birthday? They lost it. Yeah. Oh, just it's up in the air. It. What? And he the goes, Oh, yeah, this happened. F? Yeah. They lost my birthday. And he goes, Oh, yeah, this happens all the time. It's a known problem. And they have no plan on fixing wow. it. So. Long story short, I got my account back. So I asked her about that. I go, so what do I do if something like that happens? And she goes, well, just reach out to me. I go, no, 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 no. 
What about for my friends like you guys that, uh, you know, everybody else out there that doesn't have your information? How do they get help? She goes, oh, yeah, they don't. Wow. And I was like, you're kidding me. So then I said, okay, so this Instagram verification thing, I sign up for it. I pay 15, 10, 15, 20 dollars a month, whatever it is. Would I get help then? And she goes, no. If you need help when you're on that verified thing, you basically get pulled into this very generalized customer service group that could be like, hey, can you teach me how to post stories or can you teach me how to upload a video or send a message or something like that? They will help you with that. They will not help you if you had a problem like I had. Wow. What the hell? And she explicitly told me that. So um, this makes no sense. Like these are people that usually in your case and most of the cases are fairly established and I think know how to do a damn story. Right. And uh, this this actually makes me upset. Yeah. And the the other thing that she told me, (laughs) the other thing she told me is that when I, when I expressed to her my, my issue with what I had over the summer, she goes, yeah, um, our customer service department is just unbelievably overwhelmed. And as you guys know, all of the layoffs that happened during the last, what, like month or two, two months, three months, the vast majority of them were in customer service related (laughs) roles and they aren't planning on hiring any more people for that position, even with the onset of this program. Well, this is an employee. Can I change my answer? Can I change my answer? Oh, man. But the last information that I had, and she did not explicitly say this. However, she heavily hinted at it along the lines of when you're a smaller account, if you sign up for this thing, your account will grow very quickly. If you're a larger account and you don't pay, your account is effectively dead. And what she told me is she was like an account your size, which I have like a hundred or something. She was like, I would strongly suggest that you sign up for this program. So in other words, if I don't pay to play, I'm dead. Wow. Feels dirty. Wow. I, I got off that phone call and was like so fired up and so mad. But like, what can we do? It makes me want to delete Instagram. I don't want to play this game. I don't, I honestly, I don't even really make any money off Instagram anymore. Like I, I have no interest in it. That's where, that's where for me, it's like a hard pass. And I care every single week. I care less and less about that platform. Every single week. I just care less and less about it. And I just, I can't even justify. We had just had, when did we talk about this? Two weeks ago, a week ago, where I went into like this diatribe. I talk about it every week. I just went into this. I mean, I have content that I have. I'm fortunate enough to have some content and some some brands that I work with where I'm on retainer. So I have to do these monthly things. Right. And I'm no, I don't have to. I get to do these monthly things. Let me rephrase that. Um I have zero desire. They've harvested all of our information for years. They've right. sold all of our information to advertisers for years. They've built their entire companies off of our information and backs selling to advertisers. And now they're going to have the gall to charge us to do well on the platform that right. they've just boned us over for a decade. 
Like, it's unbelievable to me. It's not unbelievable. It's completely believable to me that a dirtbag like Mark Zuckerberg's company would come up with something like this. It's absolutely, completely believable to me that they would do this. It's it's insane. They would, it's literally, they're literally just harvesting your information to sell to advertisers. Now they're going to make you pay them for the ability to harvest your information to sell to advertisers. They've created this system that is long-term unsustainable. They know it. They know it's long-term unsustainable. People are going to eventually jump ship because they're going to smarten up and be like, this isn't worth it. The vast majority of people is going to be like, this is no longer worth it. And then they're going to make you pay for it. It's insane to me that they think that they can do that. I will literally never pay a penny to this company for anything ever. They are dirtbags. It is a garbage company. Next. I, I, just hate, I just hate them so much. It's like such a garbage. Like, they're going to change the algorithm every us. month. That's they change it every so month. They, they're like, hey, they're like, we gave you this job, but we've given you no idea how to do it. Also, your job description changes every 30 days, and we're not going to tell you how to do that new job description either. Welcome to Instagram. It's unbelievable. But, Mike. It's ridiculous. They rolled out the, the sponsorship platform thingy where you can make a, a reel for ten dollars and a granola bar yeah the stuff that gets pitched in that what... thing for me is like it, <laughs> insulting it's almost as bad as ottomans.com 20 percent. i don't even know what you're talking about what sponsorship deal they have like There's... a sponsorship thing where you can literally right. you're, you can just handpick deals that are that brands can go on and be like we want a reel for ten dollars and people could just go, right. yeah, I'll do it. Really? You get paid ten bucks for that. And I yeah. don't mean and that. People do it. Of course, oh, no, people a, do it. A, people are. It's a hundred percent the thing. It's, it's so bad. It's a race to the bottom of the hill. It always is. Right. Okay. Interesting. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go change my answer. I don't know if I from the beginning. It. Oh no! The just, I'm, I'm, if this is actually what's happening, this is BS. The sad part of it is, I feel like a year from now. It could be one of those things where we're all paying for it because it's because of something, something changed that made us change our mind. But as if this is all true, it makes me not want to. I'm going to be honest. I I'm I'm angry. I want to change my answer. But to be perfectly honest, it's going to cost me twelve dollars. But my reels are going to bring me at least a hundred dollars every month. Yeah, whatever. But like, it's, here's it's really an the ROI situation. It's not even worth like oh. the time. Like how much time does it take to put up a post every day? 20, 30 minutes? Too much. Right? If, oh, you guys are doing You know what I mean? Like, it takes however amount of time to put a, real, a post up on Instagram. Add that up for a month. It's not worth the time. I mean, I, I could just sell another table and make eight grand or whatever. You right. know what I mean? It just doesn't make any sense. Like why would I spend my time doing this anymore? It doesn't make any sense to do it. It's just such a absolute time Boy. suck. It's ridiculous. Yeah, uh, you're killing it, bro. This is my Instagram. $131.97. Yeah, like, I'd rather walk Why across the street and get hit job? by a car. It's like such small pennies. <laughs> so, like, so, I mean, Dan, you're talking about making 200000 right. a year on Etsy? It's not even, it's like pennies. It's like, if yeah. you're making, I mean, right. whatever you said last week, we're making 40% well, yeah, margin. That. It's just like, it yeah. doesn't, it doesn't make sense to focus your time on Instagram when you can make that much money on another thing. That's a guarantee. It's a, that's all I'm saying. Like, you're spending your wheels trying to get a post up that makes you nothing when you could spend time clearing out your queue and selling more stuff. It just makes more sense. That's where there's money at. It just doesn't, these things like. Uh, but Mike, they made Instagram subscriptions where you can yeah. subscribe to your favorite Right, it's creators. amazing. They're really putting money on I've it. never <laughs> bought into that. I've never bought into it's that. It's just like, 
I haven't set I up that yet. I can't even offer. Like, I don't even feel right offering it. Like, I don't have anything extra to add. I put everything to, out there. To give I people. do stories as it is. Like, I'd... why? Why would you post stuff behind a paywall that nobody else can see? Because oh, then you're never gonna. No, grow did you the notice account. a new thing when you go into your messages? It's like, hey, request access to like the pre-launch of groups or something. Right, or like right, a feed right. Where basically your you po- channels, yeah, you post. And no one else can respond. They just get your messages. So it's like your your own little Twitter feed. You could be like, my butt itches. And like everyone sees it. All your subscribers. Hey. Yeah, yeah, Dan, I know. Okay. I, I, I follow your Twitter. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's just ones. another thing that's like, I, you're, you're. They're reaching. They're, they know they're They're dead. essentially they're reaching. trying to get these creators I haven't to stop seen posting or post less and put the stuff they're already putting out there behind a paywall. It makes no sense to me. Well, it's because right. they get a commission. Anyway, we are Next. an hour plus in. We we all have very yep. strong feelings on this. Wait, Malcolm has some really hard hitting questions. Yeah, Let's Malcolm. Get to his yeah, questions. this is Malcolm. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Malcolm from Boston Over Woodworks, and this week my question is for Eric. Hey man, I've been watching your videos for a while now. I've been a subscriber. I love everything that you put out. But I went to your YouTube channel the other day and saw some changes, and now I have questions. So, are all YouTubers really liars? <laughs> what is the worst decision that I can make? What is it that people Call make in. so difficult? What do 9 out of 10 people not do? <laughs> and who is the 1 out of 10? Why do old woodworkers hate you? Why is no one really telling me the truth? What are they wrong about? And who are they? What will ruin my projects? What is the worst saw? Why does no one believe you? YouTube shows that I've already watched all of these videos. Do I have to watch them again to get the answers? I just don't get why I'd have to do that. Either way, keep up the good work, pal. Oh, and if you happen to know the one weird trick to remove belly fat, I'd really like to hear that too. Thanks. I think obviously he's talking about... We'll go quick through it, but he's talking about you changing all the titles to your your videos, right? I mean, you've right. gone through and like revamped. Right. It, We've already we touched about. on this. We touched on it a bit, so we're gonna yeah. we're gonna we talked about that for about right. A half we'll hour. Uh, we'll we'll blast past that one. Thanks, Malcolm. But uh, why don't you get with the program, bud? We already talked about it. Uh, this next one is Malcolm's. <laughs> he's coming in hot from the middle, so you know, you right. Give him a break. Oh, let's, coming in hot from the middle. Let's uh, let's check out what Patrick Genzel has to say. Middle of Dorothy. Hey guys, Patrick Gensel here, first time caller, long time listener. Hope everybody's doing good. Looking forward to WorkbenchCon coming up. Um, so my question is for all you guys with families, that's kids, wives, kitties, whatever you want to call family. Um, how do you find the ability to juggle family time and uh, work time? So I, uh, as a small business owner myself, I find it really hard to shut my brain down at the end of the day and switch gears to family time. Um, I just, my brain's always going and I just find it really hard to turn off. Even, even just shut my brain down and do my own thing, play video games or whatever. It's just really hard to shut my brain down. I'm always thinking about projects. So I just want, was wondering how you guys handle that if if your brains are wired that way and what you do to kind of mm-hmm. compartmentalize business and personal time if if you even do that at all oh and i have one more question for dan do you like window seat aisle seat or middle 
Hopefully Braden from Little Bug calls in because that's not going to make sense if he doesn't. All right, guys. Have a good one. Looking forward to seeing you all at WorkbenchCon. Dan, why you go first? Uh, He's a middle guy. Nobody likes He's a power the middle, middle seat. Nobody likes the middle seat. Middle. Nobody, nobody, nobody wants that. You're the icing of an Oreo. Hey, no, every Eiffel Tower no. needs a base. I'm a I'm an ILC guy. I've flown enough that I've sat by the window enough. I'm more of an ILC guy because I have a tiny bladder, the size of a more peanut, room. and I like to drink on the plane. So I need easy bladder. access to the restroom. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, you know we've had this question. I feel like a bunch of times. You know, how do you balance work life? I mean, it's a good question. People always want to know mm-hmm. it. Um, you just re- you really have to prioritize it, man. I refuse, me personally, I refuse to burn myself out on doing this. Otherwise, you know, I'm going to do it so much. I'm going to give so much of myself to it that I'm going to hate it and I'm going to resent it. And I'm just not that type of guy. I enjoy my me time. I enjoy... You know, playing Xbox. I enjoy hanging out with my family, playing with my kids. So I just, you know, it's always been a priority. So I just make it so. You you just really have to. You just really have to do it. I I mean, I I really can't give you any other advice. I mean, I do have a cage in the back. Do it. I have a cage where I keep my family and my kids whenever I'm working. Yeah. So that helps. And Max, you just lock them up. Yeah. Eric, you do you have do you have a family? Or is it just you? No, it's it's me and my beautiful girlfriend. Um, That's right. I actually wanted yeah, to bring that up. Yeah, she's the power carver. Power power carver. When pro. you first started your channel, it was you and her, and I haven't seen her yeah. much at all lately. She's coming back. Is she? She just likes to do power carving. All right, I don't blame her. Gotta 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 have a niche, I guess. So for me, I still have a full-time day job and I refuse to work after five o'clock and other than pod, podcasts are the only thing that I, I do. Mean, in the it's a third so job. Like, in my but, math, it's But this isn't late. work. This is just like hanging out, just we're, talking We're pounding bourbons and beer and like hanging out. <laughs> and right. right. Coca-Cola. Yeah, Zimas. So for me... I know COVID sucked for a lot of people, but for me, it was the best thing that ever happened in my life because I now work from home. So I'm fortunate enough that with my job, it's the mindset of the hours, not that important. If you get all of your work done, that's what we're concerned about. So on Monday, usually Monday, Tuesday, I bust it to get all of my stuff done and then typically I have the rest of the week with, you know, within reason you have things pop up that the rest of the week is mine. And that's when I make almost all of my content is later on in the week or I mean, honestly, even on the weekends, I really don't, I don't really work on the weekends. Like, but I've just kind of created this, the schedule that allows me to do all of my stuff, but still not feel burnt out. Cause if I get burnt out, I'm just going to stop doing it. It's, it won't be exactly. fun to me anymore. Exactly. But you're 100% right. You have to make a priority. Because if I would just work all day, every day, and never spend any time with my friends, family, or girlfriend, I would murder all of those relationships. And then it's just like, 
well, is being successful at your business really worth it if you're just lonely as hell? Nope. It's not. Right. Yeah. It's not. Like, it's nice to be successful at your business, but it's like the relationships that you have with people means more than a dollar yeah. figure that you I can make all the money in the world, but what good is that doing if I can't go and enjoy, you know, some of that, uh, you know, success with my family, my friends? Yeah. You won't be happy. You'll be rich, but you won't be happy. I feel like we're getting philosophical. I didn't mean to take us. Money there. can buy happiness. <laughs> That's what we do here. This is a very philosophical podcast. Obviously, it's you've never heard of jet skis, Eric. Uh, yeah, jet skis. I, love, I, love, I was just thinking about it. You think my, money can't buy happiness? Have you ever been on a wave runner? Try, Have try you ever frowning bought an on ottoman? a wave runner. Yeah. <laughs> or baby powder. God. Pete, how say you? You know what else you needed to buy is a bidet. Bidet. Oh, Ooh, now you're speaking my you're language. Talk, you're talking Dunlap Dan, right now. Dan's an avid bidet user. Um, yeah, I got a story about a bidet, but I feel like that's going to keep us on here. No, wait, yeah, we long. can't. Let's, we'll go right down the toilet. Tell <laughs> me at the bar at WorkbenchCon. <laughs> yeah, Pete, I want to hear what yeah, Pete has yeah. to say here. So, uh, first of all, I I, I love that uh, Eric talked about like. COVID was the best thing that happened. Obviously, it was a terrible thing mm-hmm, worldwide. Mm-hmm. This was really bad. But I I feel bad saying that out loud, but it was one of the best things that ever happened to I me. Mean, my job, right. where I used to commute into the city every single day, hour 45 door to door, every single day, both ways, to the, get Oof. to Manhattan, to work remotely from the office. Now I work remotely from home. So it was literally one right. of the best things that ever happened to me because now I moved an hour further away from the city. I go in once a month and it's the best thing that ever happened to me because I'm able to be home. I'm able to work on my content, on my business more and still pay attention to my job. Now my job isn't where I can like get the work done type of thing because I'm basically on a, like I'm on call. So at any point I can get a call during the, during the week, but there's sometimes some downtime. There's There's times where I can like, do other things while I work actively during the day. So it's, it's been really nice and it's allowed me to grow my business. And for a while, like I was thinking like, I got to go full time. The thing is to go full time. The dream is to go full time. And it helped me realize, especially going, you know, going fully remote, moving further away. Like, Oh, I can just keep doing my day job. I like it. It's making good money. You know, I got benefits, which uh, Eric, we talked about that in the pre-show. Like, yeah. Benefits are nice. The benefits are really nice. So, but but as far as the the actual work, uh, you know, work life balance, I don't have any kids yet. I have Emma, my wife, and a cat, and um, they're both amazing. I want to spend as much time as possible with them. And my two biggest inspirations, and this is not a sarcastic answer in any way, but like my two biggest inspirations are Mike and Dan, because with Mike taught me that like if you Checks want in the it. Mail. Yeah, like if you if you want it, you got to work for it. You got to put in the work and you have to be sometimes brutal with your own time, your value. And like Mike taught me how to like how to right. get after it, get the the work. But Dan taught me that. And again, I this is not a sarcastic answer. I can take a nap in the middle of the day. I can call <laughs> it a day and play some video games. Right. I'm working this hard so that I can stop and do whatever the F I want. If I want to just... In the middle of the day, just be like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done in a shop. I'm just going to go relax now. I have to actively tell my, I, and that's that's the thing, Patrick. Like You have to actively tell yourself, they call it time blocking or whatever you want to call it. Like you tell yourself, 
okay, I'm working until five and until seven, I'm in a shop or six 30. I'm in a shop or shoot. It could be 45 minutes. And yeah. then it's me time. And some you days can't take, you can't make yourself feel bad for it because you schedule the time for you to be you. So that's, that's really yeah, important. Some days my guys, shop time is 7 PM to 11 PM. Yeah. You know, it can be whatever I want. And I totally agree. There's weekends that I'm in there from like 10 a.m. till like midnight. And then there's other days that I'm in there from like like today. I literally got in a shop at 7.30. I left at 8.15 because that's all the time I had. So, you know, that's, that's, that's it. You just got to find a balance and schedule your time and don't let anyone make you feel bad for it. You have a daytime job. You have a full-time job. Anything you do beyond that, that's your time. You choose how you want to do it. But Mike, I want to hear your, your answer. Because you're, uh, you're just, running a It's just about business. being intentional. That's all. I mean, I'll just say yeah. the same thing. You just have to intentionally think about how you're going to use your time. I mean, when it's family time, it's family time. When it's basically, for me, any other time, it's I'm hustling for something. So yeah. I don't really take naps. I don't really take much downtime ever. It's probably not healthy. I probably have a very unhealthy obsession with work. But it makes me happy. And I like su- being successful at what I'm doing makes me happy. Everyone doesn't need that. It's probably not healthy for everyone. But when it's time to be disconnected from that, I'm disconnected from that. There's not a whole lot of like, see, like the difference is like, I actually like what I do. I legitimately like what I do and it's legitimately very rewarding for me. It is a job. It is very hard. It's a lot of hours, but at the end of the day, I love what I, I love what I do. Like isn't even like strong enough. Like I really enjoy owning and running a furniture business and I like, all the parts of it, like there's things that are stressful, things go wrong. Of course, nothing's perfect. That's crazy to think that anything goes perfect. Um, but like, you know, Dan was make, made the joke, oh, negotiating contracts. That sounds crappy. Generally, yeah, it does sound crappy. But I'm very excited about the potential like of it. I enjoy that stuff. Like it's yeah. I like the hunt. It's to me, it's the hunt. Like I like the, the thing. Bottom line, it's happiness. Right. It's the thing that you, what makes right. you happy. Right. 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 And then the other thing that makes me happy is my son. I mean, more than my work will ever do. Like, there's nothing that I will have ever done on this whole planet ever that I will ever do that's more important than ha- being the dad to my son. That's the most important thing I've ever done in my whole life. Hell yeah. So, yeah. dude, that's amazing. So, there's nothing that outshines that, 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 that outshine, outshines my son. So, he is the best thing I'll have ever done. I could get, I could be incredibly successful, make all the money in the world. It won't matter compared to my son. So that's make time for that. Um, then can I add one more thing no, real quick? No, uh, no go, we'll ahead, allow it. go ahead. What's up? Okay, hold on. I'm going to send it in the chat. And as soon as you'll see it, you'll understand why I'm not saying it. But you guys can feel free to read it out loud. Is I just can't. Get 20% off ottomans.com. No, 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 no. <laughs> as soon as you get it, somebody feel free to read it out loud. It's all good. Um, Oh, my top tip is to make a greater goal. Girlfriend is in the other room, so I can't say it out loud. But the entire reason I am doing this right now and how I stay motivated is to surprise her with a house when we get married soon. She has no idea about my success on social media. That's awesome, dude. That's really awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. We so like kind of has an idea, but no, doesn't. I love that. Yeah, I love that's great, dude. That's super cool. That's my that's my greatest motivation, and it's 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 frustrating because like I want to share it, but I can't. Well, you will, and it'll be. I <laughs> would have a really really on, hard time not sharing. I'd have that. a hard time, but sit on it a little longer. Right, I, I respect there. that. There's a I lot really to be that. said about 
like being low key about things and not constantly yeah. needing to like legitimize yourself by tooting your horn all the time. Yeah. It's, it's, there's, it's a lot of respect that goes right. into that. So, um, right. The next question is from Scott Holland. He's from Holland. Isn't that weird? <laughs> hey guys, yeah. Scott from Elevate with Design. Dan, I'm sorry about that rash that you have going on. You'll have to go talk to a doctor. Uh, I'll get it cleared up, up be, before work, Benchcon. And maybe Lies. some pills. Um, anyway, H. my question today is when you update a customer about a setback that you're having or something that's holding you back, because life happens, stuff happens. It's, you know, I'm one person. It turns out I can't do five things at once. Anyway, when they're rude to you, do you stand your ground? Like I'm never, I'm never rude back, or I try not to be rude back. Um, but I stand my ground because I don't want to be walked all over. Um, I I understand that there's a fine line between good customer service and being rude, and I never want to be rude. But I also think that customers should also be nice. Um, I understand they're spending money and. And they want a good product and want it on time, but sometimes stuff happens. Anyway, I'm interested to hear this conversation about how you guys deal with rude customers. And see you at WorkbenchCon. <laughs> I'll go first if that's okay. Uh, Please do. The notion of the customer Pete, is go ahead. the notion of the customer is always right is garbage and <clears throat> is not correct. Yes, right. there is they they come to you for a reason. <gasps> Because they don't know how to do the thing they're hiring you for. Uh, you are the expert. Point one. Point two, uh, sometimes they're just bad customers. And it's really important as a business owner who does commissions to be able to weed those people out. Because sometimes you're not the right person for the job. And sometimes they're not the right customer for you. And you need to be able to weed those oh. things out. So you need to be able to understand like who is going to work and what's not. And you need to get... You need to get an understanding of these things quickly. I will say I have never had a customer be rude to me, ever. Uh, I also will not let a customer escalate conversations in that way, ever. It does not get escalated. If they are disappointed, I will say I can think of one instance where a customer has been disappointed, and it was my fault. And I'll say what it is. When I was in the middle of moving from my old place to this property here and setting up my shop, I had no power for months. I had no ability to run my tools and the job I had was a CNC project and my CNC requires a lot of power. And, uh, I, I was, I remember I, those days. I, I was trying to explain to this customer, look, I will literally have someone else to do this for you and eat it, eat it so we can get this done. Th that is the only way I can proceed with you right now, or you need to wait. And they did not want me to have someone else do it. They were insistent that I make it, which is weird. It was a very weird thing to need me to make. I don't understand why they needed me to make it, but they wanted oh, me to make touch it. Touch all the pieces. Yeah, like it was bizarre. I want but that luscious yeah, beard. and so they that that was a time where <clears throat> you know that was my fault, full like full responsibility. That customer should not have had to wait that long, but I had to move my shop. Like that was just the bottom line. So, uh, all I kept asking was like, how can I make how what is it I need to do to make this right to you? And that's the only, and that usually will pretty much diffuse anyone because you're just trying at that point. And if, and if, and if it mm -hmm. gets really down to it, just give them their money back, walk away. I mean, there, you should not be in a situation where one job is going to cost you your business. Never put yourself in that position no. ever. So, uh, those are important things. Uh, Dan. 
Uh, I've had a few situations where customers are disappointed with, you know, God knows what. I mean, Mike Mike said, uh, you know, there's a lot of customers out there and not every one of them is good. And even though that I've been in business for myself for a number of years now, not just as a woodworker, but as a photographer, I've gotten very good at, you know, reading red flags and, you know, kind of stopping those where I can. I'm not perfect, and some of them still slip by. So, you know, I, I agree wholeheartedly with what Mike said. The customer is not always right. That is a bullshit line. Uh, pardon my language, but I don't know who came up with that. It's crap. Some the customer is not always right. It's thing for sure. <laughs> <It's, Yeah>. <laughs> look, uh if if I get in a, into some situation where a customer is trying to make me feel bad about my inadequacies as a business person, I'm going to tell them that I came down with cancer and make them feel really bad. I'm just really good. <laughs> oh I've been I've been fighting uh, penal cancer and and just really make them prison? feel like trash. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Penile drink. I, I drank too much toilet hooch. <laughs> so, you know, make them, make them feel worse. <laughs> throw, it, throw it back in their court. Pete, you're bright red. Yeah, Dan Pete. just said to get out of bad business dealings, you fake cancer. So we're just going to move forward to Pete real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Can I, can I go on the record and say that I don't endorse Yeah, that? I think that's a really good idea. I think I'm going to actually do about the same thing real quick. You know, you like, do I you. don't endorse you. Do you. Hey, we're all asked for our opinions. He's just given his. Let's you do you. Harambe. Let no. Harambe. It's Harambe. Harambe was my cousin. Har- All right. it's, I I'll, it was, I'll keep it, it quick. Harambe. I I have 15 years of retail experience before I worked oh, just my Bless I, you. Yes, I have I'm very I've learned to be very patient. Been there. You you can't man. tell me you've never dropped the look, I have cancer. No, I haven't. <laughs> well, you should have. Dan would have saved you a lot it, of Yeah, you know what? I'll keep that in my back pocket in case, like, a cutting board job doesn't work out. I got you. Cool. But, like, <laughs> well, here's the thing. I have 15 ties. years of retail experience, and I cannot agree more with the fact that there are just bad customers. There's people oh. don't, that don't know how to people. It's not even about a customer. Like, they just don't know how to talk to another person. Some people call them Karens or whatever. Like, you know, it's just some people just don't know how to not be an a-hole to another human They're being. They're entitled... Yeah, they're just and and socially sometimes you have to give it right inadequate in the most polite, like like oblivious way, whatever. That's that's what I've learned to do is just kill them with kindness and like like confusion. Oh, like, yeah. oh, I don't get why you're like why you're being like this, like or whatever. Like, and then it's funny. It's so, it, that's the only way I can enjoy my job back in the day because I worked for Apple and we couldn't really be rude to people, but we could be sassy AF. So. I've learned to, uh, like, yes, there are some bad customers. I haven't had that issue in my business personally, but um, I also, you call it not taking big risks or whatever, but any job I take, no job I have ever taken, no commission I've ever taken, no contract with a business that I've, or with a, a brand that I've ever taken has been make or break to the point where I will bend over a barrel for them. If someone's no. being rude, I am... Any job I have taken thus far, and again, I this isn't for the rest of my life, I can walk away from that money 
or resolve it in some way where like we part ways and funds get split up or something like that. Uh, where I will just be like, listen, you're, I'm not right for you. I will walk away from this. I think that's the best way to put it. It's like, I am not right for you. I don't think I can do what, exactly what you want. Um, I will keep the funds for the initial work that I did. I will refund everything else or say, I will keep the deposit as per the agreement, whatever, however you want to deal with it. But like, you just got to kind of kill with kindness and be like, I am not right for you. You're looking for something very unique. It's not me. And uh, I don't think it's going to work out. And half the time, if not more, I would say probably three quarters of the time, they're going to be like, no, 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 I want you to do the work. But be like, no, I'm not right for you. You're not worth the stress. And sometimes you just have to be very honest. And I've said this to customers before, but like, we're not right for you. And I don't think this is going to work out. I'm done getting yelled at. And just be a human. Be like, I'm done getting yelled at. You don't speak to another human like that. I'm going to refund you your money. I don't want any of your business. Please don't call me ever again. And I've said right. that to somebody at the Genius Bar and at the Apple Store. Like, we don't want your business anymore. Take your computer. I mean, I had to. I had to do something like that not too long ago with the the big giant white oak door that yeah, I was doing. You just I had mean, to walk away, right? And take they, the hit. Yeah, they. It, it came to a point where like they were being super difficult, and I was like, okay, look, this is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna do this, and we're both gonna wipe our hands clean of it, and we're done. I'm done. We're both going to take because a little I'm loss. I'm not dealing with you anymore. And we're done with each other. I, I, let me say this. I have never used the cancer line on anybody. I was just trying to be funny. <laughs> Too late. Yet. That's a, up to what about fiber? But yeah, I'm putting that in my pocket for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, Eric. I make fun of that all the time. I'm going to get it. I'm telling you, I'm going to get it. But Eric, I know you don't take a lot of like, uh, you don't, you generally do commission work. Like, do you yeah. have like, have you dealt with customers or yeah yeah, like i mean so let's be real my customers are sponsors Mm -hmm. right and i think (laughs) oh sell out (laughs) (laughs) the the hardest thing but the most freeing thing for me was realizing that it's okay to say no but it was so hard from the from the beginning ottomans.com (laughs) <laughs> Ottomans.com, AWP20, three free throw, throw pillows. pillows. Yes. There we go. Um, I just no, going to one, one of these times. Somebody's going to go to Ottomans.com. Or have you guys ever been to PennIsland.com? <laughs> <laughs> Whitehouse.com. <laughs> I think Penn Island is like in my bookmarks. Yeah, it's you can. They have great pens. You can get branded pens, all kinds of good stuff. But mm. no, I think once you realize that, like, it's okay to say no. I I've gone in to negotiations with brands and sponsors and stuff when I'm just like, oh. And once you realize that you don't need the money to survive, you're in a, a way better mindset. Like, hundred percent. I say yeah, if you're not no. grasping for straws and trying to make rent or whatever, you know, right. you're in a much better place. That's why I was able to do that with the the door people. I was like, you know what? Right. I don't need you. Right. I don't need you. Right. I mean, I'm sure you guys get approached all the time like, hey, well, I'm a brand from Amazon. I want to oh, send God. you this contour nonstop. gauge. Like I get hit up nonstop for things. And what people don't realize is 99% of the people who come to me, I say no to. But it's the 1% that you can make a living off of. Because if you find the right 
for me, a brand is, is my customer. If I find the right customer, they will pay me appropriately, make my life pretty easy. And, but you just deal with less people, but make more like in, in a world of selling product, I would much rather sell a five, $10,000 piece of furniture than a thousand ten dollar pieces. You know what I mean? That's where I'm at. Ouch. But it's going to take you a long time to find that customer. Or bow tie inlays, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I just don't be afraid to say no. Like, it's okay if you don't get every sale. Right. You shouldn't. Yeah, if you're getting every sale, your price is wrong and you're just going to burn yourself out hard. Like, you just can't. Right. You just can't. Do it that way. It's just a nightmare. Right. Uh, is that everyone? Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, I guess. How many more questions? We got? Only eight is more it? questions. We're really close. Oh man! Uh, is this going to be the longest podcast you no, guys have ever had? Two hours is our longest one. <sighs> nope. So let's go through this really quick. We're at one. Here's one from Tomah. Because you know I'm all about that French. About mm. that French. No trouble. Hey guys, I have a question for you about bench top planners. Thanks to last Christmas fair, I managed to treat myself a Metabo planner. It's the same format as the Dewalt 734. Sadly, it's been waiting on a pallet since, and I'd like to be the platform for it. And I was wondering if adding wings to extend the planner tables would be a good idea, especially to avoid snipes, or if it's not worth it, especially if I try to save space in my one car garage slash shop. All right, thank you. Bye. Quick round table. Yes, it's worth it. Dan? Absolutely, yes. Pete? Absolutely, yes. Yes, definitely do it. Mute, Sorry, Pete? I don't know why I was muted. Because he was farting. <laughs> I missed so much. <laughs> Just can't stop. So much of the farts. <laughs> uh, Eric? I like to be mischievous. So if it came with the flip-down tables like the 734 does, I don't see the point of extending those tables. They're far enough. Well, I think this Matabo doesn't. Think he was asking out, about it's a Matabo. He's this one. It's a Matabo planer. I don't think he has. I don't think it has. It doesn't have it has fold down things. I think he's asking. Oh, then yeah, yeah they put the yeah, fold get down. The, things, get the wings. No get the wings. If it doesn't have them, you're not getting enough reference yeah. surface. You're going to have snipe. Uh, the next question is from Kimani von Strayhorn. Hi, boys. It's Barbara. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Uh, wouldn't that be great, though? <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, it's Kimani. No. Uh, can you believe it? By the time this episode airs, we're all going to be at WorkbenchCon meeting False. up in the lobby bar nope. playing everybody's favorite game. Uh, what's your real name? Pickle pickle. And you're a lot shorter than I thought you were in person. <laughs> um, it's going to be good. Happens time. all the time. So, uh, anywho, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be there this year, a lot of first timers. So I want to know, and I, you know, what be helpful for them is what are you packing uh, in your suitcase? Hey-o. And this is not just you know your Heat. speedo, Mike. This is um, stuff that you wouldn't normally think of packing that is like super super helpful, like a portable phone charger because you're going to be walking around all day. Maybe you want to charge your phone, so or. I don't know, like a special business card to, you know, share your information with, like one of those digital tap cards or whatever. So, yeah, what, you know, non-standard, you know, clothing item, you know, what 
thing should like somebody think about packing that'd be super helpful for an event like this uh when you're meeting a bunch of people or maybe don't pack like maybe leave some extra room in your luggage because there's going to be a lot of swag going around and you you know don't want to have to leave stuff behind in hotel room so anyway that's all uh can't wait to see you guys it's going to be a good time and uh yeah Good group of boys. We're all gonna die together out here. You're a good group of boys to die with. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> he should have come here. <laughs> what the f? Uh, um, Dan, I'm gonna throw it to you first. Yeah, absolutely. Bring extra luggage space. I'm checking a bag, an empty bag, just to. Uh, I just realized something as I said that. I'm a bozo. I'm checking an empty bag. I could have put that box of For hats the Ottomans, in that, you're going to pick up with code bag. AWP20. I didn't question it, Dan, because I've been busy this week, but I literally, after you said box sent, I was like, why don't he just bring it? Anyway, uh, I'm bringing an empty bag because you are going to get a lot of swag. <laughs> Poet. And uh, what did we work on last year, Pete? We worked on something together. It was the, the information card. What is that called? The Where oh, it's you, got all our stats and everything. Kit? Yeah, media, media kit. Media kit. I mean, if you're interested at, in working with brands or Do whatever. Do you still use them? Way no less important than we thought it was going to be. I'm not bringing one. Yeah. I'm not bringing one. But, you know, if you're into that kind of thing, maybe <laughs> maybe bring a media kit. <laughs> Real quick word from our sponsor, uh, Fruit of the Loom. Good. Uh, <laughs> I wish bring everybody extra listening could oh, they can. see his background. This goes up as a video. They can. They can. <laughs> this goes on YouTube. They can. Okay, good, good, good. Oh my god! I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I've I'm lost sorry. all track. I'm sorry, of Dan. Thought in words and <laughs> you don't need to like, apologize. I, I believe. So that's Pete the thing. Like I remember last that's year, right. media kit. I'll make it media by me kits were, but Dan, like media kits yeah. were huge last year. Like Pete, everyone was saying, like you, you need a media kit. You need yeah. a media kit for what? Well, I, it was my first time going. I thought I it was gave it to way like one higher. brand. I literally gave like one out. I awkwardly gave it to. Whoever was working the the Bessie booth, I was like, "Well, here's this thing," and lo and behold, I never got any oh, Bessie claims. So. I have never got a partnership off of a brand that asked for you're doing it wrong. Code. Yeah, but also I've given out two in my life. So anyway, Pete, no, but I, I agree. So, what else? Um, bring stickers if you want to do the swaps. I feel like that's a nice like people hand out their stickers uh first thing you're gonna do is when you get your badge you're gonna flip it over so your your silly little name you know as doug whatever flipped over you're gonna put your sticker on there because most people like, doug woodworks yeah like uh, this this might sound silly but like people see the logo and they're like i know you i've been following you for 10 years i don't know what your name is but whatever <laughs> that's the sad part of it like we all know right. each other by our logo unless our logo is our face you know we've been doing it for a while so people see Spenceley's, they see Dunlap Coffee. Now, granted, we do a lot of stories, so we tend to be like very face forward or whatever. Like people see us, but there's plenty of really forward nice content facing. creators out there. Forward facing. Yeah, sure. There's plenty just of good hands. content creators out there that Crotch are facing. very like, it's just their hands and the work they do. So you don't really know who they are. So that's something to consider as well. Um, I would say, so Brandy did a great video. Oh, on yeah. This. Okay. You want to bring in, you want to bring Pedialyte, uh, unless you don't drink, but there's a lot of partaking in, in substance or alcohol. 
libations. libations. Thank you. Perfect word for it. Sounds fancy. Um, the other thing is, so this is, we do this because we're driving down. We just go down to the Publix around a corner, load up on like water, Gatorade, you know, Pedialyte, couple snacks other and chips, other things to have like in your room that you can use. Um, I highly recommend just grab an Uber, go to the store, pick up some stuff. You're going to be there for four days or longer, depending on when you're coming in. Don't, don't get DoorDash. They'll throw don't your get tacos DoorDash. on no, the curb. You're at a hotel. Like go actually pay for the Uber, go get some stuff. I'm serious. Like it'll, it'll be just be nice to be able to walk away from your room and you can like have a Gatorade or have a snack in your room and not have to like order food or something like that. Um, but I'd say that's kind of the main things that's, you know, everyone thinks of the clothes, whatever, bring your stickers and bring some stuff to just sustain you for the, the couple of days. Uh, and like Stokes iced coffee, big, big win for me. Mike, what do you think? Something that, uh, leave room in your bag for swag. You're gonna get a bunch of that. Um, I probably will bring some stickers, I'm kind of thinking about just not doing it because I kind of start to now objectively oh, just print stickers. stickers like a lot now. I'm doing the um, cheap sticker thing. Like they're just kind of get tired of stickers. But um, people will want your stickers, so bring them for sure. Um, <laughs> wow, is that your stickers? This guy does stickers. That's a big Somebody package. Somebody told me I needed to get a bunch of stickers. Now I've never been to the damn thing. That's too many. This is they're the same bag from obscene. last year. I didn't. <laughs> Mike doesn't give us stickers. He gets handed stickers. I got, I got two hundred for my podcast off the off the cut podcast available on off uh, the cups? Spotify, off the, and off the then two hundred of my own. Big stickers. Lot. You're just gonna go stand yeah. on the top of the That's like true. 19th floor and just throw them down on the lobby. It's a good idea. <laughs> no, Mike, would you I'm say wear you could actually cards? do that too? So like, I know we said no media. Cards, I'm bringing business cards. Bring business cards. I'm bringing right? business cards. I, oh yeah, I'll bring no, no, business no, no. cards. You, That's a good point. No, you do the the tap thingy, the thing on the, the back. The back oh, you're so phone. cute. You're so new age. I love it. Mm. I'm a boomer. I'm bringing actual paper. Yeah, I'm gonna bring my business card. It was twenty dollars for one of them. For what? Wow. It was twenty dollars for one of the the tap um, business card thingies. What are you talking about? How many? Times? Oh, the so QR code. That, no, no. Oh, the NFC, NFC, NFC. That's what I meant. Yeah, NFC. Right, right. It's uh. Can you only can you only use it a a finite it's number of times? You can code dot. it to be whatever you want. Yeah, mm. that's you, pretty clever. NFC, and so, like, all I do is I just tap my phone on yours, and then a little thing well, goes well, up, and then there'll be none of that it. without protection. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, well, well, yeah. It's good now until in four years they want you to pay twelve dollars a month to be verified. No, uh, the the um. <laughs> Let's go back to talk yeah. about that. No, the uh, I'm trying to like you really do. I would recommend putting some like drinks, like water, electrolytes in your room. Uh, maybe some things that will help you in case you party too much a night before or stay up till like four or five in the morning at a booth, hanging out with a bunch of your friends. Maybe take some Motrin. Maybe get some Motrin pre Motrin the night before. Slam a ton of water. Get some Gatorade. Gatorade. Maybe have some delicious carb loaded treats in your room in case you need alfredo. to alfredo maybe not alfredo maybe just like mm. have a croissant or something Carb-a-load. in your room yeah you just slam <laughs> it you're just in your room with like a hibachi making up a pot of spaghetti <laughs> 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 it's like, oh, i'm carboloading you want to carboload before <laughs> drinking till 4 a.m at the total boat booth coffee yeah, told me to just slam remember, carbs pete's room is open yeah. 
317, <laughs> right by the elevator with lots of foot traffic. And wait, like, to just jump in for a sec. This isn't something to pack, but something to keep in mind, especially if it's the first time you're going. FOMO is real when you're there, but it's okay to walk away and go up to your room in the middle of the day. No, it's not. No, it's not. But, like, if you want to go, go and get out. a drink, get something, yeah, relax break away. for a little bit, sit down, break away for a moment. Because, think- like, you're going to be out till 2 o'clock minimum yeah, like- every single night. So if you want to leave between, like, 8 and 10 and disappear and take a nap, it's okay. Power I two days in a row last year. I just left by myself in a lift and went and got some coffee. Yeah. <sighs> Because I needed to get away yeah. from people. Because yeah. I just I get burned out. I just get burned out from being around too many people, like really bad. So, um, just right. just it's, think about it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. lot. You're on the it's whole time. Even when even when you like being around people, it's a lot. I love being around people, it but be what lot. if you just but like what if you just fart? Yeah, you can just do that. No one's gonna tell you. Well, just, I mean, that'll blame, clear the space. You just blame. Right. I've else. done that. Yep. Blame it on Pete's cat. She's yeah, the worst. Binks. She's the worst. She just loves chili. She loves chili. All right. How are we doing on questions? Uh, that's it for that's questions, it. Eric. You've never it? been, so you don't what? know what the heck you're talking about. So, I've never um, been. I'm, I'm gonna bring an open mind. Yeah, just text just, just for hydration. and an open body. I don't know what like. All right. I don't know what you're like. <laughs> I don't know what your expect. I will say this: whatever your expectations are about WorkbenchCon, I think I remember 2020 that the classes are irrelevant and it's just about talking to people afterwards. Yeah, the classes are well. Yeah. So here's the thing: there's people some people that we classes. are friends with are putting on classes, but realistically. It's very either – it's either the most 101 classes, the most basic information, or it's extraordinarily targeted to a specific thing. So unfortunately, there's no yeah. real like middle ground. So the classes are either going to have one or two that really works for you or absolutely no classes that work for you. Um, the other thing is it's like – it's social networking in person. That's literally what this event right. is. It's, it's social networking right. – in person, you are literally going to go make some new relationships and friendships that are going to be actually quite memorable and meaningful. You're going to have some really great memories with some people that you, yeah, you're going to have some really great memories with people that you would never have been able to do otherwise. And you're going to be like $3,000 broker. So uh, it's just all these things, you know? Minimal. You got to spend money to spend money, bro. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's just one of those things where it's like, now it's, there is there value in it? I don't know. Do I love doing it? For sure. It's so fun. Like, it's just such a fun thing. Like, is, am I going to roll out of there with... Yeah, you just don't know. Like, the brands that are there, who knows? I mean, I think some people think they're going to roll out of there with brand deals, but it's like, are you? Who knows? Man, it's no. like, I got more out of the conversations them? with the people than anyone else. Yeah. Or anything else. That was more valuable to me than than the brand deals. Right. Well, yeah. All right. That's it. Let's roll this. Let's wrap this podcast up. Uh, we let's will roll not, in. Eric. Rapid. Eric, thank you for being here, buddy. Huh? We'll see you in a few days. Oh, yeah. Uh, we really appreciate you being here. Off go check out podcast. Off the Cuff Podcast. Go check Spotify. out Spensley Designs <laughs> on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook and TikTok. Uh, yeah, and I'm Twitter on there. and Snapchat. I'm trying to, to build Facebook up. So genuinely, because my account got deleted on Facebook, I'd appreciate yeah. it. Go well, give have a rest, I only have like 400 we'll followers. Have, we'll have all those links in the show description. Yeah, everything will be down there. Uh, we will not have a show next week. We will be at WorkbenchCon. We'll probably do – we'll be doing stories from there, but we'll do – maybe we'll do a live – Nude we'll, story. We, every year we say we'll do a live, maybe. and we probably literally we will not do a live. We, we won't do a we're live. We're saying we will. We won't. Let's just say it now. We're not going to do a live. We won't talk about it until for two weeks. But um, if we do a live, you're going to be super. 
You're welcome. Uh, Disappointed for sure. If everyone listens that becomes all the freeloaders become a patron, and you should be ashamed of yourself if you're a freeloader listener. Become a patron. Support these guys. Here's the thing. If we get 10 new patrons by next week, we will do a live. Pete's, Dude, Pete's aiming low. Uh, Vi- no, no, no. Have, hold on. VIP we patrons. Five, we have 90 VIP patrons We have 5,000 so. unique <laughs> listeners a week. Uh, every one of you should be a patron. So uh, make that happen. Ouch. Uh, no, just kidding. We thank okay. everyone who supports no. us, uh, and we don't thank the ones who don't. Uh, anyway, keep sharing the show. Yeah. <laughs> keep sharing it on, on uh, social medias. Help us with that. That'd be really great. We'll be back in a couple weeks. We hope you enjoyed the show. This is a very long one. Hopefully, this will hold you over for a couple of weeks while we're gone. So uh, we will yeah. talk to you next time. We'll Ooh, maybe, I'll cut this, weeks. maybe I'll cut this episode in half and Part we'll release one. it. That's boom, a boom, great boom. idea that we've never done before. I love it, Dan. Make it happen. Wait, hold on. Pause. No, I ain't got that kind of. Everybody, welcome to gumption. part yeah. two. Welcome to part two. <laughs> of just, for the ending, just for the ending. Don't forget to send all of your feet photos in to another woodshop podcast at gmail.com. Send all the feet pics to Daniel Dunlap photography at gmail.com. <laughs> That's not a you thing. You still do that wedding Info business? at Daniel Dunlap photography.com. All right. Well, this has been a good end of the episode. We'll talk to you guys soon. Have a good one. Love you. Bye-bye. 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 Love you long time. Kill it. I love, I love, I love feet. Send me your feet photos.